My name is Jonathan, and I am a founding member of the Travel Road Ministry. And tonight is the ministry's first Facebook Live podcast recording. So bear with me. The Lord put this on my heart many months ago and confirmed it in so many aspects through, through people and situations and, and trips. I couldn't even begin to tell you all the ways that God has has made this possible. It's just amazing the things that God does. It's just beautiful the things that God does. So, tonight right here, we're going to be talking about and testifying to the amazing, mighty, moving power of our Lord. And what better topic to talk about than how He can bring us through anything. The topic is, look what God has already brought you through. What better topic for the first live recording podcast of the Travel Road Ministry. So, uh, just be, just bear with me. And if you have comments, if, if you have a prayer request, if you have anything that uh, is sitting on your heart, feel free to, 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 send, us, to send us a message on this on this live on this live feed and uh i'm planning to be joined by brother ty i haven't seen his his invite yet and i'm not sure what that looks like i don't know that i can even do that um so i'm just waiting for his invite but and, and it's the point of, of trying to bring him into this is so that way you can hear not just my testimony but the testimony of another founding member of this ministry and how god can bring us through anything it's so beautiful, so powerful. So, uh, once again, let's let's uh, let's pray. <sighs> Heavenly Father, we humbly come before your throne of grace tonight, Father God. Seeking your presence, seeking your word, seeking your love and your mercy and your grace, Father. We just ask that you use this this recording as a as a tool. To help further your kingdom here on earth, Father God, we allow, we ask that you use me as a vessel to 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 put forth your word, to put forth the the vision that you've given me for this ministry, Father God. Let it be solidified in these moments, Father God. Let it come to life in these moments, Father God. Let the things that you revealed to me be made truth. Let your hope, let our hope in you, be made. Be made perfect right now. Allow our souls to be fertile soil tonight. Allow your word to sit upon us, Father, written upon the tablet of our hearts. We desire you. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, uh, Hey, Vanessa, we got Allie, Vanessa, and my brother, brother Steven, and Miss Tracy. Glad to have all y'all with me. I appreciate that. Um, oh, got my little brother in here, too. Praise God. That's what I'm talking about. All right, so look what God has already brought you through. That's the topic for tonight, right? Think about those moments for a second. And I know they might cause you a little bit of pain to think about those moments, but think about the things that you've already survived. 
even if you're not a believer, even if somebody under the sound of my voice that's watching this isn't a believer, think about the things that you've already been through, that you're still here. Think about those things. That is literally the sovereign power of the Lord. Even if you don't recognize it, it's still there. Just because you suppress it doesn't mean that it's not truth. So we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight. Uh, Romans 10.3 says this. Okay, It says, uh, For they did not know about God's way of making people right with himself. With him. So they went and attempted to establish their own way. In doing this, they did not submit to God's way for being made right. Earlier we talked about, in, in, the, in the daily Proverbs reading, we talked about uh, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Lean not on your own understanding, but trust and acknowledge Him in all of His ways, and He will direct your path. I'll probably chop that up, but you get the, you get the point. When we, when we see His ways in our life, and that He has made a way for us to get through this, then it gives us hope. When we see how God brought us through something, even without recognizing it, it shows His power, His love, His grace, His mercy that sit upon us. It shows those things. It reveals those things very clearly. Um, Daniel uh, and Daniel, the book of Daniel is one of my favorite books in the Bible. Okay, in the book of Daniel, and I, and uh, I wrote a devotional on this. Uh, I don't know a week or so ago, and it talks about. The three men, and I'm going to chop their names up, okay? But the Word of God says this. I'm just going to read this real quick. The Word of God says this. Therefore, at a certain time, the Chaldeans came forward and accused the Jews. They spoke and said to King Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. You, O king, have made a decree that everyone who hears the sound of the horn, flute, harp, lyre, and psaltery, and symphony with all kinds of music shall fall down and worship a gold image. Blasphemy. <laughs> idolatry in its, in its purest form. King Nebuchadnezzar in, in that day the, made a decree in, in simple terms for everybody who lived in that nation that they, whenever they hear all this music that they got to fall down and worship this false idol. Three men, Daniel's friends, okay, stood up against this. They're like, nah, I'm not having that. I'm not doing it. Not today. Not today. So it says this in verse 16, Sadrach Mashka and Abednego, I'm probably chopped their names, but Lord forgive me, answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If that is the case, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will not deliver us, and he will deliver us from your hand. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image with which you have set up. So the king was mad. He was furious. So he he had him bound up with the with the strongest guys and the and the strongest materials, and he had him thrown in this fire that was made hotter than anything ever made. He had him thrown in this fire. It was so hot that it killed the people that threw uh, these these three believers in the fire. 
and it was it was so hot that it, it it was you couldn't even get close to it. Everybody had to step back from this thing. And in verse 24 it says this, then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished. He looked in and he seen he seen something that astonished him. And he rose in haste and he spoke, saying to the people that were around him, his counselors, the, the other people that were trying to enact these things. He said, did we not cast three men bound in the midst of the fire? They answered and said to the king, true, O king. They're like, yeah, we, we threw, threw three dudes in there bound up. And the king said, look, he answered, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire and they are not hurt and the form of the fourth is like the son of god Whew. the son of god sent into the fire by god to save these believers for standing on the fact that they weren't going to bow to any other god Period. They weren't having it. They were not having it. They stood up to it. They said, even if, if it kills me, even if it kills me, I'm not worshiping this false idol. That fire that, was, that these men were thrown into, to me, when, when I read that, it speaks to me to the point of, that's life's furnace. That furnace is the, is the things that we're going through right now. I don't know what that is for you. Whether it be addiction, whether it be shame, grief, resentment, any kind of pain, whether it be doubt or fear, trust, anything, whatever it is, that's burning you, whatever it is that's keeping you separated, whatever it is that hurts you, whatever it is that sits on your heart that you think about in the late night hours when you can't go to sleep, or maybe whatever it is that makes you not want to go to sleep, or maybe whatever it is that makes you want to get high or get drunk or, or do these things to cover up that pain. That's that furnace. The best part about this story is, is that God saves. Jesus saves. Every time. The Lord made a way for these three men to walk out of that furnace, that blazing furnace that killed the people that threw them in it with not even a singed hair on their head. Nothing. He made a way. He brought them through that. Just like today. Just like in your past. If you're speaking, if you're hearing me right now, you've been through something that led you to where you're at right now. We all got stories. I've seen some names on here thus far that I know they got some stories because I know some of these people. Matter of fact, some of these people, uh, they may be struggling with some things right now. I'm not going to call you out. It is what it is. We all got, I got struggles too. But that's what this is about. 
It's about coming together and growing together, walking this traveled road together. Like, like Sister Tracy uh, uh, put, a, put a comment in here. The way the Lord orchestrates every detail blows my mind. Praise God for that. Jay's up till her day's up. That is exactly right, Sister Tracy. God's perfect divine intervention. God's perfect divine appointment. God's perfect sovereignty. The fact that he's in everything. He's in, every, he's in all your thoughts. He planned this out way before you even knew that you were going to have to go through this. He already went before you and made a way. Not the way that we talked about in, in Romans 10.3. Not the way that we made it, but the way that he set before us. Okay, so let me let me let me finish this let me finish this up. Then Nebuchadnezzar went near the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and spoke, saying to these three men, I'm not gonna chop their name up again. <laughs> okay. Uh, servants of the most high God, come out and come here. Then these three men came from the midst of the fire, and the satraps and the administrators and the governors and the king's counselors all gathered around these men. They were astonished. They're like, How is it that you're still here right now? There are people dead from throwing you in the fire, but you're still here. And they saw that these men on whose bodies that fire had no power. The hair on their head was not singed, nor were their garments afflicted, and the smell of the fire was not even on them. Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who sent his angel, the son of God, and delivered his servants who trusted in him, and they have frustrated the king's word and yielded their bodies that they should not serve nor worship any god except their own. Mm. Therefore, I make a decree that any people, nation, or language which speaks anything amiss against the God of these three men shall be cut into pieces and their house shall be made an ash heap because there is no other God who can deliver like this. Hmm. No other God. The one true living God. The one that goes into the fire to save you. The one that walks with you through the wilderness. The one that, that parted the Red Sea for, for the people to walk through it. The one that parted the, the river of Jordan for the people to walk through it. The one that sent himself in the flesh to die for our sins, to save us from our own iniquities, from our own problems, from our own wilderness. From our own fires. Those fires are everywhere. Some small, some large. But every moment that we have. Every moment that we go through. Is that. Is exactly that. It's a, it's a fire that, that the Lord is testing to purify you. And remove away all the impurities. He's using that fire to pull away everything that is not him. So that way he can make you to your purest and best form. So that way you can better live the life that he chose for you.
He brings you through these things. Okay, let's be very clear about this. God's grace is sufficient. God's grace is sufficient for the atonement of all men. Jesus Christ died on the sin on the on the cross to pay the price for the sins and the debts that we could not pay. Only by his shed blood are we saved today. And, his, and that is for His glory. For His glory is to bring us all to Him. His glory is to save mankind. His glory is to make a way for you to get through whatever you've been through. His glory is to talk about what God has already brought you through. Revelations 12.11 says, For they defeated Him. And him being mean the enemy, your past, your addictions, your guilt, your shame, your grief, whatever that is. They defeated him by the blood of the Lamb, Jesus Christ, and the word of their testimonies of how God made a way. Of how God brought them through. Of how he parted the Red Sea. How he parted the River Jordan. How he led him through the wilderness. How he saved him in the fiery furnace. How he took you out of a trap house. How he brought you back to life. How, he, how he's restoring your family. How he's restoring marriages. Friendships. There's so much. There's so many things that God brings us through every day. There's people that, uh, that will listen to this that are probably going through some battles with, with their children right now. And, and, and the state stepping in and this, that, and the other. Just know God has already made a way for you to overcome that. He's already overcame that. All you got to do is stand in the victory that is Christ Jesus. I never said it was going to be easy. God never said it was going to be easy. The, the, the captivity of the Israelites was definitely not easy. Okay? Um, but they made it because he made a way. The captivity taught them something. The captivity brought them... Because the Israelites, just like this nation and this world today, okay... Um, we're so, this nation and this world is so lost, it's so ugly, it's so um, divided, it's so bent on pleasures and desires and fulfilling all these things that they can't get to the, to, they can't look through all that stuff to find what really matters. And it's unfortunate because God already made a way through all that stuff. The battle's already won. The victory is already ours. All we gotta do is stand in it. Now I'm not saying standing in it is gonna be easy, for sure. Just like our captivity today. Your own personal captivity. Those things that keep you bound to not making a change. Those things that keep you bound to not stepping out into the unknown. Those things that keep you bound to fear, to shame, 
to grief, to, to the drugs, to the pornography, to, to whatever it is that, that separates you from seeing the truth. This, the truth. Whatever those things are, you don't have to live like that no more. You don't have to be that person anymore. You don't have to exist in those bad decisions. You don't have to exist in those uh, past mistakes. You don't have to stay trapped to everybody's view of who you were before. Look, if I stayed trapped in everybody's view of who I used to be, I wouldn't be sitting before you here today. I was a drug dealer, a gangbanger. Uh, I was I was prideful and hateful. I was a thief. Um, I've shot people. I've stabbed people. I could. The list goes on and on and on. I was I'm an adulterer, um, a fornicator. I've I've lied. I've cheated. I've done. I've broken every one of the commandments. Coveted the neighbor's wife. I've done all these things. There is no more condemnation those who belong to Christ Jesus. I don't con condemn myself for the things that I've done in my past. God don't condemn me for the things that I've done in my past because it says in his word that he is faithful and just to forgive us of all of our sins. Faithful and just to forgive us of all of our sins. He remembers them no more. He throws in them in a sea for forgetfulness. He separates you from them as far as the east is from the west. He wipes you clean by the blood of Christ. Wipes you clean by the blood of Christ. Mm. If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be here today. There's, a, there, there's just some verses I want to read to you real quick, okay? Ezekiel 37. For those of you who got a Bible, join me in Ezekiel 37. The hand of the Lord, the Word of God says this, The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the Spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of a valley, and it was full of bones. Then he caused me to pass by them all around, and behold, there were very many in the open valley, and indeed, they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? Son of man, God, God calls Ezekiel son of man. Again he said to me, Prophecy to these bones, and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, Surely I will cause breath to enter you, and you shall live. I will put sinews, sinews on you and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin and put breath in you, and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied. And this is, this is Ezekiel talking. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And I prophesied. And there was a noise. And a rattling. And the bones came together bone to bone. Indeed, as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. 
It was a shell of a man. Also he said to me, prophecy to the breath, prophecy, son of man, and say to the breath, thus says the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these slain that they may live. So I prophesied, and as he commanded, and breath came into them, and they lived, and they stood upon their feet, a vast army. A vast army. So rise. Let the Lord breathe that breath into your into your into your into your soul. No longer be the bones in the valley of the dry bones. No longer be dead spiritually on the way to being physically dead. Allow the, the Lord to replace something inside of you that you lost. Or maybe that you, had, you hadn't found yet. Whatever the case may be. Allow him to breathe that breath of life into you again. He breathed the first, the first breath of life comes in the beginning when God created Adam and he breathed the breath of life straight into that man. And from that man, from the first man, we lived. Then we fell, okay? The next time it talks about breathing into it, okay, is it talks about it here in Ezekiel, which is a prophecy. So we're going to go past that to the life changing soul redeeming re mm. breath of god and that is the last breath of christ on the cross when he gave up his spirit and said it is finished that last breath of of the lord is the first breath of us of his church of his people the breath of salvation, the breath of redemption. That is the breath that is talked about in the book of Ezekiel. He's talking about, he's prophesying to the, to the people of Israel, saying, I'm going to send you somebody that's going to breathe life back into you. That's that same breath of life God has for you today. It's the same breath. We all got our problems. We all got our issues. But why would you discount something that's going to change your life? For those of you on here that know me from my past, you, you absolutely know that I am night and day different than who I used to be. It's not because of me. Once again, like we were talking about in Proverbs earlier, if you caught the Proverbs reading and my message and those, those things, uh, it's not because of me, my wisdom, or, or my actions, or none of those. It ain't got nothing to do with me. It's the breath of God breathed into my lungs so that way I would rise a knight in the army of light. So that way we will rise a vast army, reborn, renewed, redeemed. Mm. 
once again, I don't know what it is you're dealing with, but we all got it. So, like I was saying earlier, this is the first live Facebook uh, and audio podcast recording. This will come on uh, Spotify and on Anchor. Um, I just gotta, I just gotta fit it all together. I'm not sure how that works yet. So if if uh, if you have any prayer requests, if you have something that's sitting on your heart, if you have anything that you just need to get rid of, if you need somebody to pray for you, if you need somebody to talk to you, if you just need somebody to listen. Reach out to us. Not just me, but there's other members in, the, in this in this ministry that are just as dedicated to the Word, just as dedicated to to the Lord, just as dedicated and growing with you along this travel road. Because this ain't just about me. Matter of fact, it ain't about me at all. Let's be very clear about this. Glory goes to the, to God first and foremost. We are just mere vessels. We are just a uh, we were just messengers to help show people the mighty mountain moving power of God and to testify how he's already brought us through something so that way whenever the next thing comes, you already know you're going to make it through it. The way's already been shown. All you got to do is step out in it. The battle's already won. The victory already belongs to us. All we got to do is stand in it. All we got to do is let him breathe that breath of life into us and rise a vast army. Every decision that we make is an act of war either for God or against God. It's that simple. There is no in-between with Jesus. Either you're for the man or you're against the man. Either you sit at the Lord's table or you don't. Can't be any clearer than that. So make a choice. I suggest if, if if you don't know Christ, it's to find a moment tonight in a quiet place. Call out to him. Call out to him. He's there, he's waiting. Just like Peter, when, when Peter was walking on the water, the Lord was like, come on out, come on, I'm, I'm here for you, I'm here for you. And Peter stepped out of the boat with, 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 with the power of God to walk on the water, with true faith and true belief. But as soon as Peter started watching, everything that was going on around him, he sunk. But just like what I'm telling you, when you call out to God, Jesus is standing right there, waiting with a hand to help you back up. To help you back out of that deep sea. To help you through that wilderness. To help you through that desert. To separate the seas and the rivers for you. To show you a way through the valleys. He's a light in the darkness. It's that simple. So please reach out to us. We're here for you. We love you. We want to grow with you. Um, we got so much to give. There's so many of us. We got so much to give and, and, and we're growing. There, there's, a, there's a few people that are about to touch down from, uh, uh, from inside institutions that are about to come home. And 
And it's important that we all come together. It's important that we continue to grow with one another. So whatever you have, I don't mind hearing it. Even if it's criticism, I'll take that too. Look, if I can't learn how to be a better leader in this ministry, then who am I to lead this ministry? If I can't humble myself before God first and you guys next by helping me be a better a better leader, a better preacher, a better uh, 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 evangelist, then who am I? So I'm not opposed to any anything that you got. So just remember, uh, give me give me a little bit, give me a, give me a week or so, and I'm gonna I'm gonna send out a uh, send out a little message on this thing. I'm not sure how this works. I gotta get to my tech support, <laughs> my own little private little geek squad. I love them dudes, man, for real. To to Corey Burton and Steve, man, I appreciate all y'all's help, and to my wife Beth, and to the other members of the, uh, of the board. Um, I love you guys. Thank you for always being there for me, supporting me, even when I. Even when I fell short, always, always sticking up with me. So, uh, yeah, just hit us up. We love you. We praise you. We're here for you. Mm. In Jesus' name. So, I'm going to end with a little bit of prayer. And uh, I hope that this reached you. I hope that this touched you in some form or fashion tonight. <sighs> Father God, in the name of Jesus, in your son's mighty, blessed, perfect name, Father, we just come before your throne of grace tonight, Father God, to thank you, to praise you, to bring you glory and honor. Lord, just let these words that were spoken tonight, Father God, sit upon us. Allow prayers to be answered, allow chains to be broken, allow ways to be made to be made. Seen, Father God, allow your word and, and, and your sovereign power to guide our feet in the next step in the direction that you have for us and not our own, Father God. Father God, I just ask that you bind up whatever is ailing or, or controlling or, or separating or enslaving the people that hear this. I just ask that you bind those things up in the name of Jesus and you cast them back to hell from which they came from, Father God. For we know that only good things Come from the Father and lights in the heavens above, Father God. I just ask that you touch the hearts of these people, Father. You touch their minds, Father God. Allow them to have ears to hear and eyes to see, Father. Ears to hear your word. Ears to hear the message. And eyes to see what you have shown before them, Father God. And an open heart to understand these things. Give them the thirst for your, for your love and your mercy and your grace. Let your presence and your essence sit upon each one of us today. In Jesus, mighty, blessed, wonderful, perfect name, I pray. Amen, amen, amen. Right, well, thanks, thanks once again for joining us. I appreciate all your support. And uh, until next time. Jay's up till our day's up, baby. Jesus.